Pastor Herman is going to come and share the word of God. I love Pastor Herman. Uh, if you know, if you know Pastor Herman, you'll you'll know that he just he loves he loves uh, he loves Bali. We're trying to get him to stay in Bali all the time. Uh, he loves Bobby Gooling. It's one of his favorite things. Uh, How do you know that? Because because every time we come, you're always looking for pork. Okay. okay. Don't tell my wife. Okay. Hi. Good morning, everyone. It's good to be back here. It's good to see you all. How are you? You well? Why anybody here doesn't know that you are 81? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just joking. Okay, God is good. God is good, okay? So, um, I'm going to give you one common question that everybody asks. You know, why God created me? What is my purpose? That's one question, right? So what is the first word that come across to your mind if I ask you, you know, what is your purpose of life? What, why God created you? Anybody, anybody quick? Anybody quick? No, nobody knows? Because my wife needed me. Your wife needed you? I thought that's why he created me. Uh, <laughs> God forgive him. <laughs> anybody else? Quick. Why God created us? Share the gospel. Okay, what else? Relationship with him. What else? Huh? Service. Okay, what else? Glorify God. Okay. So that was my first question, and I'm going to give you another question. If your parents, I'm going to ask you this, if your children, you know. So why your parents have you, if your children? And your parents... What is your purpose having children? Good question. Anybody can answer that? Pay for our retirement. For what? <laughs> Pay for retirement. Pay for retirement, okay. What else? Legacy. Legacy, okay, what else? Why do you have children? Anybody you know, can tell me? I have two children. The what? To enjoy them. Good answer. What else? Because we like pain in our life. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask your children, Don. I think it's more painful for them. <laughs> children is listening right now. Why are my parents having me? So, okay. I'm going to share this. First thing first, I'm going to say this word. God's purpose for us is relational. Okay? We're going to read one first, then we're going to pray, then we're going to stop. Ephesians chapter 1. If you have your Bible, you can open to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4 to 8. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is also rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has shown us his kindness on us, along with all wisdom and understanding. Let's pray. 
Father, we just want to say thank you once again that we can gather here together in your presence as your family, brother and sister in you, Lord Jesus God. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your greatness. Thank you for your faithfulness upon us, Lord Jesus God. We believe this morning, today, you're here with us. And you are, when you are here with us, Lord Jesus God, there's always something good will happen. There's always restoration. There's always those who are weary. You will restore them. You will give them strength. You will give us peace, hope. You will touch every one of us. I want to humble myself to understand that it's not my ability to speak that, that can touch your people. It's always your word and your spirit that can bring your people to you and touch them. Thank you, Lord, for today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to share this again to every one of us. I really believe that the purpose of God having me is very relational. Like we are having children. And I, mean, I mean, you know, we, we, we never, I mean, you know, when we have children, I never told my children, okay, the reason that I have you, so you can clean the table at home. Or you can, you know, wash up the dishes or whatever, you know. I mean, you know, it's never that. Or even tell them that, you know, okay, you're going to continue my business. Or you're going to pay my retirement or, you know, whatever it is. It's never. When I have my children, I don't know what is the purpose of having them. But just have them. And the word is enjoy them. Having relationship with them. The purpose of God having us is very relational. Right? We always think what the purpose of God is in doing. But the truth, the truth is, the purpose of God is not in doing, it's being. Being the children of God. Being a child of God. We are created for a rel- relational reason. Right? I mean, you know, think about this. When God created us, I mean, He doesn't need... He's, he's not lacking of anything when He created us. It's not like, you know, oh, I need someone, you know, to worship me. No, 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 no. No. He just want to create us because he's love. He just want to have someone that he can love. Right? And that's where we are right now. That's why we are here. It's very relational. We are created for a relational reason. John 3, 16, for this how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son that everybody, everyone who believe in him will not perish but have eternal life. It's for relational reason. Right? But when I say it's a relational reason, it means that God desires to have relation with us. Amen. I mean, you know, think about this. Why do you have children? Uh, because that night, no, 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 nothing to do with that. <laughs> it's nothing to that. I mean, you know, I'm enjoying having my children. You know, uh, I've, and, you know, they have every season of their life when, when they are little, when they are teenager, and uh, they are growing up, they're in college right now. My son started to find uh, work in, in, in Japan right now. I mean, every part of their life, there's purpose because it's relational, right? You are enjoying your time with them. Every season, dealing with them is different. When they are children, very different. When they are baby, very different, right? When they are teenager, very different. That's where the time where you have the most headache. <laughs> you know, then you start having the boys or the girls problem, if you understand what I'm talking about. So, you know, every season of their life is very different. But every purpose, the purpose is happening in every single of their life. The same thing with God with us. I mean, His purpose is having, happening every day. You're working with God. Hello. Because it's relational. 
His purpose is always relational. We are created for a relational reason. Our relationship with God is being, again, being children. John chapter 1, verse 12. But to all who believe in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become the children of God. We are the children of God. You know, then be a child of God. What you do will not, will not make you child of God. But what he did on the cross, that's what makes us become the child of God. That's why we all need to become the children of God. You know, you don't want to have children that always ask you, what should I do, what should I do, what should I do, what should I do, right? Have you ever have a child like that? I mean, sometimes they don't, they, you know, when they're little, they don't know what to do. They mess the house, they, you know, paint whatever on the wall, and you have to clean up, you know, clean up. But that's part of the enjoyment. If it's too much, then, you know, it's not that enjoyable. <laughs> but that's part of our life, having them as children, right? So when the Bible said, you know, the purpose, I, I understand this, the purpose of me, you know, being, quote-unquote, the child of God, become the son of God. Our relationship, our relationship with God is as children. You are the children of God. The commandment that God gave us doing is relational, doing in being, right? When you have children, let me ask you, you teach them to do something, right? Okay, you need to help me clean the house, right? Anybody here? You don't have your children help you to clean the house? Help me to cook, help me to cut the carrot, help me to do whatever. You know, you ask them to do things, but that's relational. You don't have your children to clean the house. You have your children. You teach them how to clean the house, but that's relational. It's not because, okay, I need someone to clean the house. Let's have children. I mean, you know, yeah, you know, that's like... <laughs> That's, what that's not what we are doing. That's not what we are doing. That's the same thing with our God. He doesn't create you to do something. He created you to become His children, to enjoy the relationship with Him. Yeah. So He can pour out His love to you. That's your purpose, guys. It's not in doing. It's in being. Doing is just a part of being. But not the doing that is important. And we are busy thinking of what we should do, what we should do, and this is all we do. Without being, this is meaningless. That's right. That's so good. Without being, this is meaningless. You, we all need to build our security, our identity of being the son of God, being the daughter of God. It's not doing things. If our security is doing in ministry, in whatever, take it away, you lost. You're like, you know, I'm not a good Christian. I didn't do anything. I mean, no, 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 no. Being. There's one time I have, I have a chat with my daughter when she was 17. I took her for a date. We talked about a lot of things. I asked her for abstinence, you know, keep yourself pure and all of those stuff. And he said, Dad, what happened if I fail? That's her question. What happened if I fail? So I'm going to tell her, I, I tell her, you know, there is good, good news and bad news. What do you want to hear first? She said, she said, good news, okay. 
The good news is this. No matter what happens, you will always be my daughter. I will never reject you. Amen. I will never cast you away. You always be my daughter. And he says, oh, so what is the bad news? I might kill your boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. We might not, we might not a good child of God all the time. I am not. <laughs> Don't do that to the boyfriend or the girlfriend. <laughs> but, you know, uh, that's, what, that's exactly what I told her. But we, we might not a good child. Time to time, we, we mess up, right? But we are always children, child, son, daughter of our living God. We are always that. Never because of things that do, okay, you're no longer my son. You're no longer, no longer my daughter. Never that. That's why he's for, for, you know, what he did on the cross is eternal. It means that any time we come to him, he receives us, forgive us, hug us. When is the last time we become the children of God instead of God and God slave? If you keep asking, you know, that's why the Bible says we are higher than the, the, the angel. Yes. You know why? Because the angels are slaves. Kacung. What is that? They just do what God told him to do. But there is no relationship. It's not like us. We are adopted to become the children of God. So the purpose of God in you and me, my life is very personal, it's very relational. It's not doctrinal. Let me say this. Because you are in this church, this is how God connects with you. No. It's personal. I mean, it's personal. So the commandments are real, relational. God, yes, God will tell you to do something. But it's relational. It's like, you know, when, when we have two children and we, 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 we talk to the oldest one. Okay, son, you need to help me to take care of your sister. Right? It's what? Relational. When God asks us, to love other people is relational. It's not because, you know, because you're not important, she's more important, so you need to love her. I mean, it's, it's very relational. Every commandment that God gave us is relational. So what is the purpose of God creating you, creating us, so we can become the children of God? Being Doing is in the part of being. Doing without being, and it's useless. Being, being the son and the daughter of the living God, God will teach us to do something in his kingdom. I mean, you know, it's part of life. We teach our children to do something. We always do. And there is, do, do, do we have law in the house? Yes, there is law in the house. When you sit down and eat, don't watch TV, right? I mean, that law. But, if they disobey the law, that doesn't disqualify, doesn't disqualify them become our children. Oh, you watch the TV, you are no longer my children. I mean, it doesn't work that way. It's the same thing with our loving God. His grace is enough. Yes, we did mistake all the time. But doesn't mean that once we fail, you know, that's it, the end of your life. It's, it's never written. Number four. His sacrifice, Jesus' sacrifice, is for relational reason. 
Matthew 27, 51. At that moment, at that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two. From top to bottom, the earth shook, rocks split apart. What it means? What is the curtain? The curtain is to split the holy and the holiest. Only the high priest can enter the holy of holies once in a year. And you have to do some crazy stuff over there. Because if you're not holy, then you die. Right? I mean, that's in the Bible. They will put two, th uh, two things in your, in your ankle. One is the bell. It means that you're still alive. The other one is rope. Because if you die inside, nobody can come in. They will, you know, they have to pull you out. I mean, that's what happened. But the Word of God said the curtain of holy, the, the uh, holy and holy, uh, the, the holy and the holiest, the separate the holy and the holiest, was torn in two. It means what? There is no more, Praise God. there is no more curtain. It means that whoever believes in God, we can enter into the holy of holies. Why? To meet God. The reason that God died on the cross is not for us to go to heaven. I mean, that's, that's happened anyway. But that's not the reason. The reason that God died on the cross so we can go enter the holy of holies to meet our God and have relationship with Him. That's the purpose. His sacrifice is relational. Relational. I mean, everything that God said in the Bible, I can say, man, God wants me to become the child of God. And if I am a children of God, and I build my security, my identity on that, you know, nothing in this world happen will affect me. Because God stays the same. His love stays the same. He doesn't love me because I'm good. He just loves me because who He is. I mean, you know, He stays the same. I am His son, no matter what. I can... I can make a wrong decision. I can do whatever. I'm not saying that after this, I don't know. I can do whatever I want. No, that's not the point. But the point is, you know, I made wrong decision. I fall in sins. But I'm secure as the Son of God. I'm going to ask the musician to help me first. But I shared this before. Do you know that we can sing more songs than the angel? Do you know that? Anybody knows that? We can sing more songs than the angel. You think that angel knows all songs? I'm telling you, we can sing more songs than the angel. You're like, uh, he's joking, right? What do you mean? Angel, he's the, you know, he was the worship team in heaven. But yes, we can sing more songs. Where's the musician? Can you help me? Sleeping. They're sleeping, come on. You don't know this? Pastor Dan, you don't know this? No, I don't know this. You don't know this? No, no. We can sing more songs than the angel. There is songs that they cannot sing. Where are they? <laughs> come on, guys, go. Okay. You need to come up. If not, Don will play keyboard and that's not a good thing. <laughs> I'm telling you that's not a good thing. That's easy. G G Okay, if we sing this song, the angel can sing with us. Can you give me this? Let us warn you. I sing praises to your name. 
praises to your name. song is that? Let me show you. Let me listen to this song. This song, the angel cannot sing. For God so loved a wretch 
like me. That he gave his one and only son. That when I believe in him, I shall not perish, but have eternal life. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate me from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons. Neither my fear for today nor my worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate me from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below indeed. Nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate me from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus my Lord. For I am led by the Spirit of God and become the child of God. The Spirit I receive does not make me slaves so that I live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit I receive brought about my adoption to sonship. And by Him, I cry, Abba, Father, You are my Father. The Spirit Himself testifies that my spirit, that I am God's child. Now, if I am a child, then I am heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed I share in His sufferings in order, I may also share in His glory. I am the Son of the living God. You are the children of the living God. That's the purpose of God. In our Let's stand up together. Let's sing this song together.